this this podcast is going to be going up on both Niles uh, YouTube and ours. It's going to be the same video. So if whatever channel you're watching it on, um, yeah, like that's just know that it's going to be on both. So yeah. <laughs>
Damn. And nobody, you were one of the first ones to move there, right? I guess so, yeah. And I was, I just turned 19. You're 19 years old. Oh, I was, eight, I was 18 there. when I went there, though, yeah. You definitely started the Dubai wave, I think. I guess, yeah. Without in, a doubt. in our circle, yeah. like in yeah. our, like, yeah, yeah. in the gen, that kind of Gen C, yeah, yeah. like in fitness, at, yeah. At 19, what made you think that that was the place for you to be? I don't know. Because, like, there was no, there's no industry there. And you were at that point, you were, you were going hard on what YouTube. I feel and, like it's, it kind of suited my vibe. This guy's a know. fucking animal, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. Have you ever been there to Dubai? No, I, no, not it's yet. It's a different world, bro. It's very different mm. from anywhere else. Like, What's the best thing about living there? Safety. Yeah. Wow, that's quick. Yeah. And taxes? Safety, taxes. Uh, Convenience, cleanness. bro. I heard it's uh, very clean. Well, obviously, it's very clean. Compared to like LA, it's, you, it's, it's, it's like pretty certain, easy. Like it is expensive, but you can get a lot of stuff very cheap as well. Yeah. Like cleaning and, you know. Cars? Gas, very cheap. Mm. Stuff like that, you know? And then it's, Dubai. I don't know, the people you meet. There's a lot of cool people out there. How's that sure. gym? What's that gym that everybody goes to out there? It's Venus. called Venus. Yeah. yeah. What makes that gym so special? I don't know. It's just, it's, it's like just a like spot, you know? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's like, a, yeah, it's just different because when you, no one will know, like there's a lot of people doing social media there, mm -hmm. but the most people that you see in the gym, they're like fucking jacked. They don't even do social media. They just have like their own businesses and they do yeah, all like, shit. I feel like you go there to like take bodybuilding more serious. I guess. Yeah. Get away yeah. from like the influencers and all that. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. There's a lot of more serious guys there yeah. than here. I think. How was uh prepping in Dubai? It was hard, man. Yeah. It was so hot because it was during the summer. Oh. So I was there for like the whole summer and my show was on August 20th. So I was literally there for like the whole summer. Where was the show? The show was in the Middle Romania. East? Romania. Romania. Oh, okay. Yeah. God damn. It was Competing in Romania. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy It's like say. the biggest, I guess, one of the hot spots in, when it comes to bodybuilding in Europe. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people yeah. go there. A lot of Russians, uh, Middle Eastern people go there like to compete mm -hmm. and shit, you know? Yeah. Hey, we all competed here. That's pretty sick. Yeah. We had IFBB Pro. And I was looking house. at me like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> OCB. OCB. Back in the day, bro. Back in the day. So always got to bring it up, man. Ah, dude, we're all bodybuilders. I lived a man. different life, bro, before, before this shit. Before all the dads. <laughs> Talk about it, bro. Dorian's on prep right now. So how was that? Oh, you're uh, on prep right now? I'm trying to follow Nas' steps. I'm trying to okay. get a pro card. Yeah. Do but, you think um, you got your own steps, bro? Nah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta make your own path. No, I just asked him. He said he told me that we're probably gonna dive into that. But uh, he said he got his pro card when he was 22 years old, which is for me absolutely mind blowing. To be honest, I think it was 23. That's crazy. Being so young and and getting a pro card, it's it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. What made you want to do that? Bodybuilding in the first. Place. It was like my dream my entire life. Like I was fat when I was a kid. And so I finally got into like lifting when I was 12, when I was introduced Damn, to it at, in 12? football. Yeah, I got my parents, my, my mom would like, she never bought me like a gaming system. She never wanted me to do anything, never let me on the computer. She had parental controls on the computer at all times. So I could never access it unless I needed Damn. to do work. I literally taped my phone to the corner of the room in the office space, told them that I needed to do some work. They went in, typed in the password, and then I got the little like phone camera, whatever I had at the time. No way. Checked it out. It was like a little game of like hangman. Figured out the password. It was our it was our street address, and every night in the middle of the night at two three a.m. I would walk to the other room after she start like she went to sleep at like two a.m. or something, eating her Cheetos, watching TV, Damn. and I would just play RuneScape and watch anime wow. for like three four hours. And the rest That's is history. Yeah. So. And then uh, also watch like things of, like like videos of Z's and other other people mm -hmm. like that. 
And then, you're um, just like sitting out of a room at 4 a.m. watching the series. <laughs> yeah. Like hard sound is <laughs> playing in the background, man. <laughs> I'll be at those raves someday. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. So, was, uh, uh, was anime a big influence then in wanting to like kind of build that crazy physique? Yeah, 100%. Bro, it's crazy how uh, popular anime is with fitness and it's like intertwined now. A bunch yeah. of fucking TikTokers just jumped on the bandwagon. You, you think it's like bandwagon out, dude, shit? Huh? Who's, so who who started? Like who's TikTok? hundred percent. You said it so, popped on the bandwagon, but like who is the fitness people that were like known for anime shit? Also, Ollie, bring your mic a little closer. Closer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, oh. fitness people that are what? Like who's like OG fitness also into anime person? Well, it it, it wasn't about fitness. It's that uh. Like TikTok originally was like a lot of kids that like mm-hmm. weren't so I don't know I, I would consider not the kid like the, not the most popular kids in school okay They're the kids that are more like you'd consider like otaku which is like <laughs> Japanese for like stays at home does nothing like okay. watches anime and NPC? like you know, video games yeah uh, and so these people would like start getting more popular on TikTok this mm-hmm. was like you know you're you're more emo kids you're more like not okay, as popular okay. they're not playing sports all the time they're like they do a lot of anime and stuff and they would pop off and as i kept watching this on tiktok too you know i could see that anime was going more popular too mm-hmm. people were talking about it um, as gen z was growing so i mean it's really interesting to see but it just seems like the uh the culture these days is growing from social party scene down mm-hmm. to like it's cool to do just nothing stay at your house yeah. and yeah play video games and watch anime yeah well i look at someone like you, you you're someone who's big in the fitness community but you're also known for going to raves and going to concerts and doing a lot of social shit how do you balance that well to be honest <laughs> he's like fuck this, i don't, I don't really, this, is, this is a whole this is a whole fucking thing um this is a whole fucking thing so basically balancing balancing events and the gym nowadays mm-hmm. i don't really i don't go to events nearly as much and i try to like make sure that i i pick and choose my battles mm-hmm especially because I'm really trying to get on the Olympia stage. But oh, yeah. back in the day, I would use, I, I had trouble like getting super lean. And one of my biggest things that I wanted to do was like get shredded, right? Yeah. I wanted to be shredded. I wanted to be lean. And this was also helpful for social media anyways. So what I would yeah. do is I use raves and festivals as my way of getting absolute crazy cardio in and losing a lot of water weight. Damn. That's it fucking was, crazy. It was insane. That's sick, yeah. And I didn't drink alcohol. I, I was in a fraternity, so I drank tons of alcohol in my freshman year. Gained 40 pounds off alcohol and unlimited dining court cookies. And then I <laughs> cut alcohol out of my system and haven't drank in six years. And Damn. ever since then, Damn. I would go to a rave. Um, I wouldn't... I, I obviously have tried like mm-hmm. a good majority of drugs. I have. Yeah. Nowadays, I try to... I don't, but... Back in the day, you know, like you take a little bit of Molly or something and you take maybe an upper and stuff and you're fucking sweating, bro. You're going really, really crazy. And this, nobody should ever not, do this. Not advice. No, nobody, yeah, not, no. nobody should ever do this. Not health advice. Dorian's like writing this down. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. Ten weeks out of Molly. Like, cardio tomorrow, EDC. <laughs> it's literally the worst idea. You should never, ever do this. You're going to a rave. But nowadays, I still use it as my form of cardio. And what I'll do is like I just don't drink alcohol. I'll bring like my protein powder to the yeah, rave. I love that, bro. I'll bring my protein bars to the rave, and then um, I also <clears throat> don't do any drugs except for caffeine, or maybe I'll microdose something like I'll microdose tab in the morning, or I'll microdose like shrooms or something, mm-hmm. something where I still feel sober, but I'm just like a little bit happier, yeah. a little bit change of a mindset, a little change of mindset. And then um, 
I just go there and socialize with friends while getting like 20,000 steps in the day and dancing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really cool because like, no, is, if you bring yeah. in protein, I mean, there's really no issue. You're just doing a lot of activity. Mm-hmm. Do you do that? What? Like once yeah. every three months or so, or is it every month? Or I'd say, I'd say it was once every couple months, maybe. But this last couple of months, I've went, I've gone to quite a few events pretty commonly to the, to the point where there was someone who commented on my page. He's like, what the fuck is this shit, bro? I feel like you're posting this every week now. I thought you were, I thought you were, I thought you were prepping for Olympia. And I'm like, I do feel like every like rave photo looks the same. Like the crowd in the back and just like fucking the crazy lights. But, so, but you are bulking right now, right? Yeah, I'm bulking. And that nice. must be hard if you're going to multiple events a month. Yeah. Well, I've always been a fat ass, so it's really not hard oh, for okay. me. <laughs> yeah, I love food, dude. What's like? What's your diet cups. like right now? Uh, chicken breast, salmon, rice, avocados, a lot of olive oil on top of the stuff because it just tastes good. Uh, Healthy fats, bananas, blueberries, <laughs> mangoes, just a bunch of like frozen uh, fruits. Bro, got so like many bananas. Seventeen here. bananas. <laughs> when are you planning to, to step on stage again next year? Uh, it was end of this year, but seeing how my progress is like it's pretty good progress but i really want to be ready for olympia by the time i step on stage for my pro debut even though i know that in the field technically sometimes the judges like to see you go through like they like this like building a relationship yeah, almost, yeah, you yeah, know what i'm yeah. saying but i still want to feel ready for olympia by the yeah. time i step on have stage. you ever done a pro show or is no, it gonna be your pro debut this is my pro debut that's okay. fine that's sick Wait, so let's, wait, Oliver, you Thanks competed, right? Yeah. You yeah, won your yeah. show? I didn't win. <laughs> you didn't win? No, no, I didn't win. I oh, placed damn. fourth. Yeah. You looked insane, though. Yeah, yeah. you looked crazy, oh, wait, that bro. Was, sorry, that was your first show? Yeah, it was my yeah, first yeah, show. Yeah. Oh, first anyway, show, yeah. First it, show, I went first straight show. to a pro qualifier because yeah. when you're from Dubai, you don't have to, there's no natural shows. So you don't, you can go straight to a pro qualifier. I think I asked you this, but you do you have plans to compete again? Or? Yeah, yeah. I will compete, but I don't yeah. know when. It's hard to say because I'm just in a stage now where I want to just, you know, travel. Focus on business. You know, because um, you, you like reap the benefits of like living life and doing shit. People yeah, yeah. love your content when you're traveling. You know, like, especially like not now with Snapchat mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, so you literally just going out and doing shit and snapping it and stuff. That's working. Yeah, here. for a living. Yeah. People don't want to see you sitting in a hotel eating chicken. No, yeah. no. That's so the thing. Let's cover Snap stuff, a little yeah. bit. Because like, yeah, we were talking about that in the car yeah. where exactly like, like you were saying, Joe, like it, it almost is more beneficial to just be living life and doing stuff that yeah. people want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's like almost a, like the more money I spend on doing right. stuff, right. Dude, the more exactly. money I earn because people find it entertaining. It's know? like, oh, you're, you're always on Snapchat. But it's like, yeah, Snapchat's forcing me to get out and go do things and yeah. be yeah. with friends. Yeah. And, and how many followers on Snapchat? Do you have like 500 something? Yeah, like half a million now. And those are all like very fresh <sighs> and sick, relevant bro. followers. Yeah, from you've the past been recognized year or two. You, even in the past like five days or whatever since you've been here, you've been recognized from Snap. Yeah. Over anything else, I get way more recognized from Snap now. Which is crazy. I gotta ask. I, I don't know if this is a topic not to talk about, but like, do you uh, earn money from Snapchat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like that, yeah, it's my main wanna, source of income. I wanted to ask that because I heard about. Oh. I didn't have idea that you actually earn money from Snapchat. It's I pretty heard that new, last though. Week. It's pretty new, um, and not a lot of people have it, or people are starting to get it more now. But you have to be verified on Snap, and then you have to be in the Adderall program, which is like it's pretty hard to get into now because so many people were, you know, mm-hmm. trying to do it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you say like that. what what were like let's say with your following what can people like earn if they reach their following? Right, really depends. Depends, it really right? Depends yeah. on like how I mean, much how much you post, how much Snap pushes you on like the explore page, and it's just like followers doesn't really matter on there unless you have like yeah, it's views. You know, you can earn a few thousand a day 
yeah a day it's consistent. like basically it's like monetize like youtube right so yeah, more, yeah, yeah okay yeah, got yeah. it yeah yeah but it's easier because it's like real time no editing um you know and people find that more relatable too because yeah, yeah. it's like no filter basically well, i can't you you said main that's your main source yeah yeah that's insane. dog it's insane like that's, it's my biggest you guys, means like your you guys brand deals are secondary that, like, so your brand deals with huge anaka anyone else uh no not at the moment mm -hmm. no so I'm, I have, yeah i fuck with snap bro i think it's i think uh it's smart what they're doing but it's also taking people away from youtube which i don't like because i took do, me away from i do YouTube. like i really do love youtube i love yeah, watching same. youtube videos like long form and to see someone like david dobrik completely yeah. stop youtube yeah. Just for Snapchat, I'm like, fuck, come on, dude. Like, and it's Snap his content on YouTube was better than his content. Yeah, yeah, dude. Snap content. Because mm -hmm. all he does on Snap is just take pics of his friends. Yeah. No, I can't. <laughs> play fucking yeah. ball 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 Last time I looked at David Dobrik's account, all it was was uh, 50 snaps of different girls. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. It's just them like eating and shit. No, it was really literally nothing it. else like, but like a, their face. I'm like, I'm like waiting for something to happen. I'm like, just selfies of this girl. Can you explain that? Because like to me, like that's like. For someone like you who maybe like, you know, you vlog a workout, you vlog your day, this and yeah. that, but like you're rewarded for basically just shit posting, like just posting like nonsense content. Basically, yeah. So like, I don't understand what the draw is for kids to be on Snap. Like, like what? I, yeah, I just, I don't get it. Because people are just probably wondering what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. I don't know. People are so bored. Like we don't realize that because our <laughs> lives are kind of crazy. Yeah. But most people in this world are just sitting at home on their phone and shit. You know, millions of people just looking at pictures of David's friends. All yeah. Day. And yeah. like, what are they getting from that? I don't know. Good or question. Someone like uh, people like to see just things that they usually can't see. The things that you do, like for example, you're yeah. just making your food right now, and like you're not gonna put that on a. Well, if you film full day of eating, you're gonna put that, but. Otherwise, you're not gonna film that what you're doing every second. And on Snapchat, you see those kind of little things that you usually yeah, can't see on social media. That's why people. Mm -hmm. like it's more like behind that. the scenes stuff, you know. Yeah. It's literally every like yeah, someone yeah. like uh, Sarah Safari. I know she always like when she's getting ready, she'll record herself like talking, putting her makeup on. I'm talking like hundred fucking snaps. I'm yeah, going she through. Told I'm me like, she posts like at least one forty stories a day. She's always on my Explorer, and yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, what is she posting? I'm like, boom, 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 boom. It's her like getting ready and stuff. It's. <laughs> It's crazy because people will go to the end because they'll put that the clickbait. Yeah, clickbait. yeah and then you'll literally you'll actually end up clicking like through all the snaps just because yeah. you wanted to see the. And then in between the, all the stories is ads. Yeah, bro, which you don't think about. But it's smart. It's like a fucking system. That yeah, it my, is. My question is how that works with like if you're in a relationship. For example, myself, like I, I'm not allowed to have a Snapchat. <laughs> Sounds like ask, ask, brother. brother. That's all, no, I'm just I asking. Know. How would that like? I you know what I mean? Like, before. I think Snapchat changed over the years. It's not just nudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it used to, it used to no, be no, all nudes, listen, bro. listen to this. I made it for like a couple of days, and I literally opened, started opening like messages that people sent me. It was all nudes, bro. Guys and girls. I swear <laughs> and everything. I was like, no, like she, my girlfriend was looking and I was like, I'm going to show her like what people sending. And I opened first one. It's like literally everything, bro. Immediate. But you don't, you don't <laughs> really like, open snaps. No, I can't receive snaps yeah, from random yeah, people. Yeah. It's like Instagram. It goes in your request, like not even request. You. I don't even get like, yeah. you know, Cause that'd be annoying as fuck. Damn, yeah. No, fucking Snapchat, bro. No, Have crazy. you met any like the people at Snapchat? Cause I see a lot of influencers now they're going there. to like HQ. I haven't. I mean, the HQ is out here in LA. It is. I'd right. love to go, but yeah. Not really, bro. Like, yeah. I, I know a few people that know, you know, mm -hmm. all the insiders and shit, but nah, no. Nah, That's crazy. Do you snap? Huh? Uh, I, dude, my, my snap is so bad. What? The problem is I, uh, I had a private account till this year because uh, I just never really, never thought, I like, never really knew. <laughs> yeah. And then even when I did know, I was like, 
I don't know, maybe later or something. Yeah. Now that I'm yeah. trying so hard, bro, it's impossible. What happened to me is just, I always, Snap, you know how Snap used to mm-hmm. be very big like back in the days. Yeah. And I told people for some random reason just to add my Snapchat. I don't know why. This was like three, four years ago. So mm-hmm. I got up to like 50K followers, I think. And then the Swedish Snapchat team reached out to me and they wanted to get me verified when they started like the yellow star thing. This was oh, over wow. over like two and a half years ago. Oh, so you're like OG. Like, oh, yeah, Snapchat. I guess. Yeah. Oh, wow. I've been, so I've been on the Explore for like two and a half years, you know. <laughs> um so i always done it like for the past two years i always done mm-hmm. like a lot of stories every day and um only now everyone is starting to you know yeah. get into it to shit. more people getting the system means less money is getting dished yeah, out. the, the way that i understand it is that snap has a certain amount of money that they send out every day or every month or whatever it is so like the more creators that are in the monetization program yeah, i think the more it, used, it, to, it used to be like that because they introduced like uh, monetization on Spotlight, which is like a TikTok version, I guess. Explore page. Yeah, not not even explore. Like it's like if you scroll all the way to the right, you'll see that it's like a oh, page. Okay, okay. You know, you can just scroll through, and if you got like a viral <coughs> video over like a million views, you mm-hmm. got like a bonus, and it's yeah. like that's how they started. And that's when they had that big pool, which everyone was talking about as well. They gave out like a million, two million. Right? Yeah. I don't know how much a day. I did, I did hear recently that uh, they're gonna start cutting there, like in like YouTube. Remember that YouTube when you started, like they were paying shit on the money, mm-hmm. like before. And I heard from someone that like that was like announced or something. They're gonna cut it, like same as YouTube before, because they're paying way too much. To I like, don't know. I heard they were gonna cut it down here in the U.S., but yeah. The thing uh, is, like, if the ads, if the ads are still rolling, technically speaking, yeah. like the ads, the companies that are advertising are the ones paying for it. So yeah. as long as the views are there and as long as they value the the clicks on their advertisements, they don't like nothing necessarily no. can happen. Yeah, true. I don't know. Do you ever really like look at ads like on Snapchat and stuff? No, I don't. I don't That's the thing Snapchat, is, like, you can just so. tap through that. That's what I'm saying. It's it's yeah. if I'm if I'm a like a business owner, I'm like, is anyone actually like? yeah like you have an impression you have a view like you're saying like my my ad has 10 million impressions yeah like i'd rather put my money towards like an influencer to do like a direct ad on his story or like feed and then waste my money with fucking snapchat who owns snap what i'm do you know i I don't know they're their own thing they're their own i don't even know that's why it's good because it, a, yeah, they, yeah they don't operate by the same rules it's not like yeah you can kind of talk it's not like elon and zuck yeah we'll get there later what I'm thinking though is that uh, uh, I don't really know how much that they pay, right? These guys pay, but like, if you're like, you know, Oliver, and you're getting hundreds of thousands of views on these, mm-hmm. right? I think maybe just even tapping through it, you know, seeing that thing repetitively, you're seeing that same. Yeah, because it's usually the same ads. Re- it's right. usually the same ads. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's true. Like Manscapes, it's like recognition. Yeah. Bro, you know, how many times like slice my fucking shit shaving and i'm like bro i need that manscaped shit <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I actually don't know <laughs> no because i just see it over and over again and i'm like how often do you slice your shit bro <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what i'm saying bro and then you're like damn manscaped that, that shit i heard that that, that shit worked <laughs> hey bro just get hey bro just get a manscaped buzzer dude like, stop nicking your balls <laughs> bro fun, fun fact oh. like random manscaped was on shark tank no way yeah man like that's, your fun man, fact that's where manscaped was found shark tank Start oh, taking wow. some of the weirdest yeah. shit, dude. Yeah. yeah. Such a random off track. Tidbit of information, brother. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, threads. Are you guys all on threads? Yeah, I was going to. Hell yeah. No, I'm not yet. Really? I can't yeah. download the threads. There is one one thing that I just read after I made that. If you erase, if you try to erase threads, you're erasing your whole IG profile. Yeah. What? You can't erase threads without erasing your IG. So I was I'm like, not fuck that shit, this. Bro. Bro. Yeah, for real. Like, you can deactivate, <laughs> but you still have it in your bio. Like, you know, that numbers yeah. above. 
But if you try to erase your uh, Threads account, you're erasing your whole IG. Bro, in two years, it's Connected. gonna be it's yeah. gonna be so sick to not have that in your bio because everyone is gonna have it. They gotta make it look different. It, it takes yeah, up the so whole stupid. bio. Wait, what? I'm, I don't even know what you guys look at. About. Look at go like my bio. You know what that means? That means which one are you in the role that you signed up for Threads? Yeah. That's why Zuckerberg has, has a number one. He was the first. Who? Uh, Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg, yeah. whatever his Zuckerberg. name is. But, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Uh, yeah, he has number one, so like, you don't have it? No, do you not have threads? Uh, yeah, I do. Wait, but well, there's I, a I, thing I, in the bio. I have it in mine. Like, you have, I have like four million something. That means I'm like fourth. Hey, I'm three million, bro. Yeah, you're before me, bro. It's crazy how fast everyone just, you, it, dude, with these new platforms okay. and stuff, it's so crazy how like, you everyone just feels like if you're not on it right away you're behind and so like you rush to just get on it yeah. and start i think it's dope it's, exactly it's, how it's just I twitter right now right but but like yeah I think it's, it's, it's literally twitter that's all yeah. it is it's, but i don't know if it's that well honestly dude yeah i don't have this. I, this I don't have this really that's no, so weird. that's weird no. i see it on everyone's profile go yeah. to mine and that see, that see number is the number like when you signed up yeah so i was like the three millionth person to get threads it's actually pretty low honestly i think that's for more for like shit talking to be honest Shit talking? Threads? Bro, yeah. I would say like, that's like, I definitely have like, I started posting something, I definitely wouldn't post that ever or not on the, uh, on my normal IG. You know what I mean? Like I posted the day my girlfriend uh, left the house and I can finally fart in peace. <laughs> Literally, you know, shit like that. Like, stupid things that I will never post. You know yeah. what I mean? Like just like, because no one, no, <laughs> no one can, no one can see you, bro. Dude, like. The, the dumbest thing that I saw so far is people putting uh, their height and weight in bio on threads. Like, that's probably one of the dumbest things that I saw so far, for real. <laughs> like, no one gives a fuck. What, <laughs> how tall are you, bro? That's not how true, bro. Like? That's not. There's some people out there that all they, like, they spam comments. It's not a, how it's not a Tinder. Yes. <laughs> how tall are you? How much do you weigh? Yeah, bro. I don't know it's why true. Especially in the bodybuilding industry. Yeah, yeah. That's all anyone ever cares about. Yeah. But it's, it's not, you, should, ten, you should separate that kind of, you know, if you're already so much in the bodybuilding, I, I think you should, like, maybe reveal some other side of you, not just, you know what I mean? Like, you know what's even, you know what's even funnier about it? Everyone asks, but like when you tell them the truth, they disagree. <laughs> Everyone, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, no, bro, you're oh, lying. Yeah. You're five inches shorter every time. Yeah. People Six tell foot, you, no, you don't not. know your own height. Oh, dude, all the time they're just like, no, you, you're lying. He's lying. I know he's this tall. I can, <laughs> right. I can see it. You're, you, <laughs> you've been, how long have you had a million plus on Instagram for? Uh, 2021. 2021. Yeah, that's so, what I was gonna ask you. Bro, what, I remember. What when was you the boom? Like, what what happened that yeah. blew you up? Yo, it was fight for a cup, right? So, so, ever since I was a kid, everything I was super motivated by was like really motivational, emotional, uh, workout like mm -hmm. videos, things that like had me going like, oh, I want to fucking like lift and shit. Yeah, yeah. So when I started making my content, um, one of my friends, Clark Fit from I don't know if you remember who he was. He used to be, he, he was with Jump Strike. He might still be, but Clark, um, Clark Fit. Clark Fit. Yeah, 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 I know. He did yeah, a bunch yeah, yeah. of like Definitely workout swipes He lives stuff. down in San Diego as well, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he, yeah. He's one of my boys. He did a bunch of workout swipes. I would consider him probably one of my first mentors in the social media field. He mm -hmm. was like, yo, like I know you're trying to grow your account and you like these pics, but if you like workouts and everything, you know, post some of your workouts. And so he had me doing that. And I guess I just combined what I was passionate about as a kid with my own workout swipes and mm -hmm. I tried to make them like workout videos, but instead of being on YouTube on Instagram. Yeah. And then when TikTok came out, I went on TikTok and I was like, okay, how do I just like reuse my content? Right. And it seems like nobody's doing this. So I just started posting my workouts on TikTok as well to some music. 
because mm-hmm. TikTok's all about the music. And I'm like, oh, yeah. this fits. And so I just kept continuously doing that. And I just kept I just kept growing a lot on Instagram. And then I kept growing a lot on TikTok from the same content on two different formats. Mm-hmm. And then it would like bounce off of each other. And as yeah. I was growing on both platforms, it would like yeah. people from there would go on Instagram, people from Instagram would go on TikTok. Yeah. And then finally reels came out on Instagram and I decided to like plan out some reels that I felt like would really hit and mm-hmm. just see if it worked. And I posted one. I don't remember how, how many it got. And then I, someone stole my camera. Stole it at, like at the gym. Yeah. I was at the gym. I had it. I was had, had it next to me, um, came back, looked around and it was gone. Oh shit. Yeah, I had all my content from all the last few days. But the crazy thing about that, not last few days, last few like years, but the crazy thing about that is that... <laughs> How big I was had, your SD geez, card, bro? I had I had multiple SD cards in there. Oh, yeah. Dude. Did you have a camera bag or like it was like a two-slot camera? It was Fuck. a camera bag with, oh, okay. with, yeah, the whole Damn. thing was gone. Oh, dude. Yeah, so, um, and Damn. I don't even care about the money. Just don't take my fucking SD cards, no, bro. That's, that's no, yeah. Thing. Please, yeah. don't take yeah. me. And so, um, at that point... Uh, I had taken a lot of workout content with Vanquish and Young LA had reached out to me. Jordani and Gary had reached out to me to join them. And this was like... Yeah, when was this? like 21? I don't remember if this was 2020 or 2021. One of those. Like, it's like somewhere <coughs> in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I couldn't make a decision because I was on contract with Vanquish and I wasn't allowed to leave. Like, it was kind of like... It was a legal issue. Yeah. And then finally, when I lost that content, I was just like, you know what? I don't have any Vanquish content anymore, so just fuck this. I'm just leaving. <laughs> fuck this. I'll leave. And so I took some weeks off. I got a new camera, planned a bunch of shit, got the Young LA clothes, filmed a bunch of things, picked the best content I got, got my song that got me viral because I got this this song, the Spartan song, got Spartan. me viral on TikTok. I that, and then I and yeah. then I was like, okay, if this is popping off on TikTok. I feel like I could use this on Instagram. So I just waited until the moment where I made a huge announcement with Young LA that I was with them, made it a workout reel for like, it was the chest and triceps reel yeah. that you and I were talking about, yeah. posted it and it blew up and got like 1.2 million likes. I don't know how many views Damn. that is, oh, but wow. it, got a, it got a lot of exposure and that just, that was that's it. kind of where it all came. Did you grow a lot during the swipe workouts and shit as well? Yeah, it was just a compilation. Because I remember of all the that those times montages. when yeah. everyone who did swipe workout. Yeah, I need to see because like workout. I was not even in, a, in the social media. So I literally made Instagram and like I came in a, in America and I remember you popping all the time on my Explorer, bro. Mm-hmm. And I literally thought you were some kind of like anime character. I swear because you were always. I swear <laughs> yeah. you all, you had that haircut, bro. You were always like with those baggy pants, shirtless, mm-hmm. and you were shredded all the time. So I was like, God damn! Like I thought you were like some. Superhuman at that time, I swear, bro. Because you were but you're just so immortal. <laughs> I am, I'm just, I'm just immortal, bro. No, yeah, I, just, definitely, I wanted to say that you definitely look way different than anyone else. Way Thank you, man. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to remember the first time I saw. It was definitely like one of those. What's that gym with the outside? With the EOS. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. There's definitely Diego. a video there outside. Yeah. Did you also, bro? I that that place. I picked literally all the best places. I spent like months just figuring out the best places for the best lighting the best mm-hmm. angles and i picked literally the specific part time of each day yeah. and i only filmed whenever the weather said it would be forecast I was always going there like around 2 p.m depending on the sunset and i literally timed like my your pump, carbs your pump, my pump yeah. like yeah. the the lighting 
all just so I could get the perfect content all the fucking time. That's what people don't see on social. Like, yeah, you know, it's behind the scenes. That's really what I wanted to say because, like, every time that you talk with someone that is bigger in social media, then you see actually how much actually they put inside and yeah. everything. It's not just like, oh, let's go film a workout in the gym and like whatever. Like, I get out of that day, whatever I film, that's it. It's like so much. I heard like from you, from Joy Aesthetics, from everyone like that, also planning stuff like that, and that's why you where you are. So like, whoever is like, I guess listening. I guess there's only 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 way to to succeed. I guess it's yeah. also important to recognize yeah. then that like those videos are so finely tuned and timed that like you can't like people just assume you look like that all the time. Right. But you've literally that's the peak. Yeah. That's peak yeah. everything. Peak like you said, carbs, lighting, yeah. pump, everything. So like it's super unrealistic to see those videos and be like, damn, this. Dude. Like when you saw his video, you were like, you probably assumed he looked like that all the time, but obviously it's not the case. That's why Joe is always going to be a fucking god to me, man. Because he looks like that all the time. Oh, yeah, because he, yeah, he really That was so hard for me to do. And like, yeah, my content's a little bit different from his because I like to create like montages and I like to spend more time on editing. But he did that shit and posted every single day, man. On the fly. Every day. Like, yo, get this video quick. Right. And just look, yeah. looks insane. And I could only handle being that shredded for like three years. <laughs> How many years did he do it? Yeah, dude. This guy's been shredded been fucking man. since I met him. Yeah. I, I never I got that out. at all. Yeah, like he genetically, like he was genetically like that though. But, like, bro, uh, he was run. He was doing like two hours cardio every yeah, day. Yeah, well, that's yeah. exactly. That's and like he ate, I, the only thing I was like salad and chicken. Bro, literally, when people were like, I was for a while like that. Yeah. When I met them, I, like they met me like that. I was doing. I'm be honest, like I was eating a lot, but I was doing shit on cardio, bro. I was doing probably like one and a half hour on a stairmaster every day. Yeah. But and like everything else was jello. normal. Like I, I live normal life. I, I was energized and everything. But maybe over yeah. a period of time later, like I was pretty down. After the show, yeah, after you like, started depleting. Like a lot. next to like in the end of second year of being shredded, then I was my energy started to like, and then I started bulk in the right time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, can't do this anymore. Like I'm way too deep now. I started losing like muscle mass yeah. and everything. I started shrinking. Yeah, you were literally over time. So because I wasn't using anything, I wasn't mm-hmm. on anything. Just up the dose. Yeah. <laughs> were you were, was there a point where you just were getting too shredded and you were just like too lethargic and you couldn't maintain it or like what made you want to be like all right i need to actually start yeah it was healthy a, it was affecting my mental health yeah it was affecting my mental health for sure and uh it was affecting my relationship big big time yeah and she likes food and i just <laughs> I just like yeah stay like that you know what i mean? I can't eat this I, I need to stay like that right like it's, it's like, yeah. like a disorder in a way bro it is 100 oh, bro body dysmorphia like because you need and you know like if you eat that burger maybe tomorrow you're gonna be watery but you need to film because when you're shredded you all of that little things impact you way more so if you eat a burger you're gonna be really watery tomorrow you know what i mean so like mm-hmm. if you want to film that video tomorrow you're not gonna be able because you're not gonna look like you usually look so like every single time you're actually even though you're not on prep you're always like, oh, I'm not going to take that or I'm not going right. to eat that. I'm not going to go out. It's like, yeah. It's a mental game. It's, yeah. it's also a mental game that you don't grow physically. Maybe you can grow in social media, but yeah. you, you just don't gain any muscle. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know too much about your prep or struggles that you had. What was like some of the things that, because you did classic physique, right? So yeah, I mean, it's a little bit different. Medicine so, classic. Oh, okay. So like, what were some of the things that you struggled with on prep the most? Dude, honestly, I was just, I was just living in this box and like deep into prep i just had no feelings left bro i was just like i i wasn't happy i wasn't sad i was just like fucking i had such a tunnel vision bro and no one was in dubai it was just like me uh alex was there and then it, i just threw it back and forth to gym all day Carter. so it's just gym and content yeah and were you in a relationship at the time yeah yeah how was that bouncing that good yeah. like it worked out 
she was on prep as well so we kind of ah, like, we're, okay, okay. We're that's very different yeah, yeah yeah so we just like we balanced it out pretty well I yeah. guess. but it's that's tough crazy. man but uh no i was just like i had zoned in bro mm -hmm. nothing just no feelings which is it was good it worked yeah, yeah. I, I feel like even those those struggles like I appreciate it. Obviously, looking back yeah. on it, yeah. you appreciate that you that you got to that point. Yeah, pushed through, saw it to the end, and, and then you, you, you kind of like it's just like you prove yourself yeah. how mm -hmm. far you can push yourself. If that makes sense. Competing is something that is like has a long term effect. Even if you do one oh, yeah. show, yeah, what do you learn on that prep? It kind of stays with you. Oh, never goes away. In, in all in all different aspects of life, not 100%, just 100%. physically, like rice cakes and almond butter. Yeah, I'm gonna be obsessed with that for the rest of my <laughs> what's, life. What's the nastiest thing? What's the nastiest thing you ate on prep? Bro, the, the nastiest, the nastiest like, thing. Yeah, yeah, like something that you enjoyed oh. eating, but it was like 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 fish and rice cake. Like, oh, I, had, I used I had to, a rice I used cake to do a lot of fish and rice cake. Oh. Like tuna fish and a rice cake. I used to do a lot of uh, when I ate, had chicken and rice. I, I used to do sugar free syrup, and uh, bro, it was I love so sugar free good. syrup. Cinnamon, bro. I was I was I was about to say that. I don't really want to say this, but. I poured sugar-free syrup on my chicken. <laughs> Bro, I did it all the time. All the time. That's not that crazy. It's, I mean, it's like chicken and waffles. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what I Minus said. Minus the waffles. You know? Minus the waffles. <laughs> Minus the waffles and the, the That was my favorite meal chicken. of the day, bro. Whoever dieted, it has like the weirdest shit ever, like combinations. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Bro, I, would you, I, I would eat a little, like a little spoon just to make my meals like last longer. Yeah. My, my hack was uh, air-fried Tyson chicken nuggets. And every day I would have like six chicken nuggets and sugar-free chicken. Were you guys in meal plan? Were you guys in meal plan or like... For my last show, macros. yeah. For yeah. the first two shows, yeah. I was just like calorie, uh, just calorie counting, yeah. like macros. So I was having whatever, like just hence the calories in, calories out. I gotta time that one structure meal plan, and it sucks to be honest. The reason of that being because like I have like thirty one hundred calories right now, right? But like if you eat that in a if it, if it yeah. fits your macros, you can eat so much food. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the anabolic recipes and stuff like that. But I have rice and potatoes and chicken and beef. So like those are small meals in the end of the day and like you digest those meals really fast. So it's definitely different. It's yeah. But for a show, for a prep, it's definitely more convenient for your body and for the end result. You know what I mean? But to what? Do meal prep? Uh, uh, do a structured meal plan. Yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? But like if it fits your macros, it's definitely better for a life. You know, you can, oh, yeah. you if can you just enjoy want to get more. shredded for yeah. summer. Yeah. Just do macros. 100%. Yeah, exactly. I think macros are more for just day to day life and then. Yeah. Meal plan for prep. Why did you choose to do meal plan this time instead of macros? Because I feel like you figured out if it fits your macros yeah well. no, i definitely did but at this time alex is coaching me so he's olympian and he's in my opinion shout out alex one of the best coaches right now in the game with kyle um and he basically what he does he likes to keep everything to a dot he needs like he writes everything every single information down right so like with that said keeping my food intake every single day the same and just taking off for example last week i had 100 grams of health of this week he discluded that but everything else stayed the same so I'm just basically lowering down either like amount of rice, either amount of potatoes, but I'm still eating the same food towards the show. So he knows exactly when I eat something, how it affects me and nothing's going to change. Even cheat meals is going to be like probably sushi all the time. So all the variables are basically controlled and I can't go like, why am I watery? Only, only reason why I get watery or something that means that I fucked up. You know what I mean? So he knows immediately, but um, I think it's way easier mentally, uh, physically by eating is definitely more difficult because the volume is lower and you're yeah. eating for 12 weeks exactly the same food over and over again Bro, I had, I, well you do grams or no yeah half a kg of egg whites every morning for yeah. five months oh, yeah. jesus christ 
that's it nothing else how much is in a whole box like a, it, yeah that's 500 right yeah it's usually 500 oh, yeah yeah but when you cook it, it like it, it's a big amount yeah. bro yeah it's like 20 egg whites you know what's crazy so i used to i ate egg whites off through prep when i was in dubai i yeah. the, remember we were talking was i talking to you about that doctor that does like the cell therapy thing yes bro yes. so i did that Basically, uh, it's a doctor that, whatever, he's got this crazy machine. I still need machine. to go there, bro. Yeah, he puts this thing on your head, and it, like, scans your brain, like, how your body reacts to certain things. And he, they give you, like, a, a sheet of, like, things that your body cannot really digest very well. Turns out that, like, on the far end of the red end was, which is, avoid these foods, was egg whites. So, like, oh. it's very inflammatory to me. But, like, obviously, egg whites is a staple in bodybuilding. So, yeah. for for ever ever since i started bodybuilding egg whites every day every did you day. stop eating? i stopped and I, yeah i, I felt like way better you feel better yeah damn i yeah. actually get broccoli in my blood that doesn't suit me right weird i need i need to do that bro yeah you I'm never know you really don't know but as soon as you start cutting these things out like it got as niche as like belt like bell peppers it's like don't do bell peppers don't do egg whites it's, yeah crazy. that's crazy yeah i love bell peppers <laughs> and, <laughs> I love bell pepper. have you ever, I, I drink egg whites I wasn't a but I was like, drinking them at the beginning of and prep, end of prep. I cooked that shit volume. and I put salad in that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Everything for the volume, bro. Yeah. In the beginning, I was just chugging that shit. Oh, yeah. I got this thing from, uh, what's his name? Fucking uh, Matt, Matt August. He used Go. to do these big, giant salads. Had the craziest appetite. Mm-hmm. So I would get those boxes, the $5 boxes of the spinach and shit. And I'd smack a box a day at the end of my prep. Yeah. And how many calories was that? Not that 200. much. Yeah, like yeah, like 300 calories. Yeah, yeah, Where your stomach is like, oh, less than like fuck. If you put spinach and, and lettuce, bro, you can make. Remember, if I was living with you, like I would make a huge ass bowl for like 300 calories. It, when we all were all living together, we all had our own uh, like level of the fridge. And when Dorian was on prep, there would just be like a big bowl of Jello on my fridge level. Jello <laughs> <laughs> like, is a heck, bro. No Jello is oh, especially, yeah. bro. Make a Jello with a with a core power or something like that instead of water. And half of the half of the protein shake and jello. Yeah, yeah. But half of half of it is like a like a jello, but a protein jello, and half of it is just a jello. So it's like you have like two layers, bro. It's fire, I'm telling you. And it's like fifty grams of protein, nothing else, bro. And it's a huge ass ball of a uh, How good is stuff for your stomach? That sounds good as fuck. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. Yeah. That sounds good. Let's transition out of bodybuilding. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was gonna say, say I'm so out of this, out of the loop right now. Both of them. Yeah, no, yeah, dude. I want to like. It's just. How did you start bodybuilding, bro? Let's transition out of bodybuilding. How did you bodybuild? I did three shows, three natty shows back in 2019, 2020. Ah, uh, right, nice. During COVID. <laughs> I got COVID, lost my taste, and I was like. He just got shredded. I was like, bro, I can't taste food. I'm just going to eat like really healthy shit. They just stepped on stage. And I did a show, yeah. So it was an accident? Oh my God. No, it was an accident. I, I wanted to compete, but like yeah. the dirt show was literally like during the heart of like quarantine. So oh, I was like, I, one, I had nothing to do, and two, I couldn't taste or smell. So I was like, I'm going to start eating <laughs> That's ground turkey and rice every day. That's really convenient. Really yeah, convenient. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, where can I get this COVID? <laughs> yeah, bro, I was eating like ground bro. turkey, no seasoning, with like green beans, just like plain nasty food. Couldn't taste it. Sounds fire. Couldn't but taste it. For how long? Like, I'll be able to like the whole prep? A year. I had no taste. What? Yeah. Joy still this day. Joy yeah. still this day. Like he, he always preps his food. I always bro see him. Like no, bro's not prepping like, for anything. He's way. That's, that's the, the thing. Like videography, photography. We're all we're all in the bit and like fitness and shit like that. Me and Harry eating like freaking nuggets. He's always preparing his food. <laughs> Well, that's one of the things that Let's stay with me during prep. Like, these, I don't eat nuggets. <laughs> nuggets. Don't eat nuggets. <laughs> it's cap. That's something that is nuggets. probably never going to stop. Like, 
even though I don't give a fuck right now, like I still like weigh my food. I still like use Damn. plastic containers and shit because it just became so natural to me. It's not dieting. I'm just like, I like chicken and rice, you know? Yeah. That's the way I, I look it's at so it. It's so convenient for me. Yeah. I guess five out of six meals a day, I have weighed it out as well. Yeah, bro. We have this place in the dude, gym. it's like the littlest amount of effort. Just to, yeah. dude, just weigh it and eat. It's, it's not that hard. Yeah. But, it's a little bit psychotic though. Oh yeah. To people that it's don't a, do yeah, it, it's If you insane. don't get it, like it's like, what? What di- like what difference like, do you weigh your rice bro like <laughs> the thing, to the, the gram the thing that for me is, is, yeah, yeah, go. the thing that's convenient <laughs> though is after you do it for enough time you're really good at like eyeballing calories and portion yes. sizes so if you go to a restaurant you're like all right this is roughly this much calories and carbs and, yeah. and protein so like that does tr- like that does yeah, help yeah. i had like 100 grams of protein last night at that meat, meal at that place the oh that place steakhouse Oh, you, oh, oh you yeah, had, yeah yeah how did you the amount of meat i had dude i had to have like 100 grams of protein how do you feel afterwards terrible I went and got ice cream though, Goldstone. Ah, <laughs> uh, then you feel better. I had to, I had to tap it, up, like tap it off. I saw Oliver. How was Monaco, bro? What's that? How was Monaco? Monaco was sick. You were there for F1. Yeah, it was really cool. Tell me about it. It was, it was just something I always wanted to see, and yeah. super happy to experience it. Um, and you guys should come for sure. If you're into F1, you should you go got, there. You got the next one covered. Uh, I guess in a year, it's so like May next year. Oh, it's year. It's once a year. It was for F one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. F one Monaco. Yeah, like what was was that your first time in the country? F one Monaco. First time what? In Monaco. Yeah, yeah. It's what? just it's it's a, such a small country. Yeah, I guess tiny. literally like you can see the whole country when yeah, you're like, yeah. When you're there, what was was it? Because you 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 live in Dubai, which is like a very wealthy bougie place. Yeah, but I Monaco guess. is Monaco like even more? Yeah, because the the country is so small, right? And in order to live there, you need to be fucking balling. Yeah. You know? I think it's the richest country on the planet or some uh, like average, like there. millionaire, yeah. you know, some shit like that. What did you learn from being there and being around those people? Dude, I've been around, around a lot of different cool people. <laughs> um, I'm not rich. <laughs> and it was just cool to like see, you know, all the, like there's a lot of celebs there and shit too. Mm. And it was like, I mean, that's the top of the top of the top you can mm. be at. Like yeah. chilling on a yacht in Monaco. That's right. like at 21 years old. Yeah, it was pretty sick. So, no, but it was cool, man. It was like a great experience. A um, little bit hectic, though, because they close off the roads around it. The, like, they basically close off the whole country. Because right. the Grand Prix goes around the whole country, right, technically. Because it's so small. Um, so, you have to wake up at, like, 6 a.m. in order to get into the city. Wow. Or, like, in, yeah, into, like, the where you wash the race from. Right. So... You go out, party till 5 a.m., you get back to the hotel at 5.30, you sleep for 20 minutes, you wake up, you have to go in. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was like the downside of it because it closed up all the roads and it's so packed. Um, But you could have also gone to bed earlier. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. That wouldn't (laughs) happen. Not in Monaco, bro. (laughs) Not an option, bro. What's a a night out in Monaco like? Just Just similar to that. It's just kind of normal. It's just like a lot of cool people. Mm. A lot of cool people. Like uh, Conor McGregor was there. Um pretty cool we got on connor's boat and shit which is sick you were on connor's boat yeah what was that like like for five minutes the way the the boat. Knew him. Yeah. oh the uh the, Lam- the lamborghini yeah the lambo boat bro. oh that uh, thing is so sick fire. that was sick yeah. but that's it's, like it's a big boat but it's not like a mega yacht so no, you were, no, you were probably like, like one of like like a hundred something people there no i just we were just on and just oh, you, to you just jumped shit. on yeah but it has, <laughs> i still been in the morning so, <laughs> i still been on his boat bro i was there it got kicked off but i was on connor's boat dude that's insane, bro. No, but there was a lot of celebs there. Like every everyone was there. What have so. you What have you learned from being around like the past year or two? Like all these wealthy ass rich people. Everyone. What is, is it fuck, like? Everyone what? is a human being. Like they're nothing special. Yeah. Like, and 
fuck, bro. I, I mean, you learn a lot, and it's just like you you yeah. realize that fame and shit doesn't mean anything really, mm-hmm. you know? Because, bro, there, there's there's like rich and famous people, but then there's like rich, yeah. fucking filthy, like they yeah. could fu- they could buy anything. No, billionaires. I, I, yeah, I, I I was hanging around a billionaire. I don't want to say who it is, but mm-hmm. uh, and he was like, you know, we traveled a little bit together and shit. It's just like next level, bro. It's like, yeah. It's insane, I want to pick man. the brain of someone who has a billion dollars because you could, they could do anything. They could literally yeah. do anything. Yeah, but and that's boring, though. That's what I'm saying. After, that's what I mean. Imagine like, doing, like, I said this on our part as well. Yeah. Like, imagine spawning in GTA with the whole game completed. and Yeah, you have, million, like, the yeah, money full. Yeah, it's just like an infinity, you yeah. know? That means you play doing, for an hour. Start doing crime, dude. Bro, you play. Yeah. Start, oh my God. Start punching all yeah, ladies. You, know, you, 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 you play for like an hour and then you, yeah. you fucking never play that game again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dude, that's like, a, that's a good analogy though. Like, yeah. That's like rich famous people fuck. like crash and burn because like they're like yeah, out yeah. of shit to do. They start but doing But it's fuck way there. Like they, you play the game, right? To get to that point. That's the fun part of it. I mean, it's humans the journey, are, yeah. we're, we're, we're like computers. We're problem solvers, right? Yeah. And it's weird, but I feel like uh, we're constantly looking for like the next problem. If you're running out of problems, then you consider this thing a problem, right? Everything yeah. is like perspective. So at a certain point, it's like whatever this billionaire's problems are, are unfortunately affecting him as much as someone who Agreed. his main problem yeah. is searching for food. 100%. Yeah. So, someone like Dan Bilzerian, right? You think he's tired of doing the shit he's been doing for years? 100%. Well, yeah, he kind of wants like, you know, I, I kind of just want to sit down with my family and eat dinner. He was a, There was an interview that I'll... I'll, I'll always remember this because dan was talking about how like he's like imagine you wake up and you know you have a michelin chef cooking you breakfast lunch and dinner like to you to me the best steak that money can buy is like if you were to just have mcdonald's like it's, it's what i just it's what i do every day mm. imagine your toyota camry is my lamborghini huracan like what's up from there what gives me like you don't get an adrenaline rush from driving a lambo because it's your daily yeah you yeah. don't take you don't think that drinking the best wine is drinking the best wine because it's just like water like if that if your baseline is is the most that the world can provide how do you like how excited would you be if you just yeah. drove a pagani right now it would blow your sick. fucking yeah. mind you'd think about it for weeks but for yeah. them it's like yeah okay. aside from the hormones that it kind of brings out but like psychedelics for example it kind of brings you back to like your baseline you know people say like remember where you came from like if you don't remember where you came from you get used to everything that you're around you get mm-hmm. used to your 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 spouse you get used to like your new car you get used to all of this shit i think the only way for us to like exceed that and you know, continue to have that happiness is like waking up with the intent, like, holy shit, this is new. Mm-hmm. I had nothing before. Yeah. But you have to think about that. It's like a muscle that mm-hmm. you have to exercise every yeah. day. And nobody just ever thinks about just exercising that muscle. Yeah. Unless you like put in your notes and like have like a, a clock in the morning to be like, write down five things that you're grateful for, you know, mm-hmm. some shit like that. Come back to Also, everyone's, like everyone's so come important. ups. Everyone's come up is different. I like that. I need to remind myself every day. I'm, I'm gonna be honest, especially all three of us, bro. Like yeah. coming two years ago and something like like we lived together, bro. We were nowhere, so, and so now we're like sitting that. and like doing the podcast with, with you guys, for example, and stuff. But then right. even just that is like already, yeah. you know. But like you, you don't realize that because nowadays you're surrounded every day with like you know environment like this. But now when you said that, I'm like, yeah, for real, bro. I'm not just like sitting right now and like doing this podcast with you guys. It's already it's gift, yeah. Bro. It's the come. Up, it's the come ups like. People that, some people just like were born into wealth or like, you know, it's different. Yeah. People that come up and they grind, have to grind for where they got to. You can relate to those people more. Definitely. But uh, it's also, yeah, yeah, everyone, you got to remember where you came from. You also remember that nothing's promised. Like this girl will be gone tomorrow. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why I, there's this 
there's this thing that I talk about on every podcast and I talk about with everybody and I never stop talking about it, but I just don't good. want to. And it's my best friend that passed away. And I, you know, it, it does get easier to talk about every single time I talk about it. Mm-hmm. But the, the thing that is really strange about it is it's a death, but at the same time, I almost feel blessed with the entire experience, almost like it's something that he gave to me. Because this guy, I'm just gonna say this real quick because it's a whole fucking spiel. This guy, this guy, um, he he basically watched his mom die. His mom got shot by her her boyfriend at the time, oh, right shit. downstairs, and then he ran down to see her dead. Um, his dad committed suicide when he was a teenager, so he had to take care of his two siblings by himself. Their house also caught on fire and also was flooded because he lives in he lived in God, Louisiana. Bro. Um, he got stabbed when he was like seven years old by his best friends. Um, he moved to California, got into the military, had some altercations with that. Um, when he was out in the military too, went partying in PB. Some girls went back home to with some girls, and one of the chicks was super, super. Basically, she like she was really, really fucked up, and then she started yelling rape when she was alone with him when he was trying to take her phone because she was like. She stole his phone thinking it was hers. Mm-hmm. Long story short, um, they run after him. Like, they, they basically run after him like with bats and uh, they call the cops. And so he's running outside, like basically naked. <clears throat> Hides in a bush and then someone comes up behind him. He like freaks out because he was also a little fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. Spins around, smashes the person in the face and it's a cop. He smashed the cop's face in. So he went to jail for years while he was in jail a bunch of crazy things happened you know he uh he like he like made peace between like the whites and the the mexicans that's how they say in jail they like they say the whites and Mm -hmm. the blacks and all that stuff yeah it's like teams and then when he went out also like became a firefighter they wanted him to save a bunch of people so he like as a firefighter while he was in prison he saved a bunch of lives and then one time this this kid like committed suicide shot himself Missed his brain. He was like writhing on the ground, basically choking on his own blood. Uh, Ryan came in, called an ambulance, saved the kid's life. And the kid was the son of the police chief officer. Get the fuck out of here. So Ryan got out of jail early. Wow. Right. Damn. What? That's crazy. And like, he just had a crazy life, saving tons of people's lives while having the most misfortune. I got to room. I got to like be this guy's roommate for like, over a year and Dion and I we went to day trip like a couple years ago for 4th of July and we found out that Ryan had landed in a pool hit his head and basically broke his neck and like suffocated and um, we fought for his life but long story short like during the entire process all I could think about was like (laughs) what the fuck do I have to bitch about Mm-hmm. What do I have to bitch about, man? Like, every day, if I feel upset, if I feel drained, if I feel like I just, like, like I'm unlucky or I don't have what I want, you mm-hmm. know, I get the blessing of remembering how great of a fucking person he was. Yeah, you got to experience How selfless that. of a person he was, even through everything he's been through. And it, it makes me... It makes me really have a lot of gratitude for what I have. Yeah. So. That's an insane story. Yeah. Holy yeah. fuck, bro. 
that's, that's why insane. I always remind myself every day. I'm like, this is like a muscle. I need to practice it. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I like that. Wow. You say practice it. <clears throat> like practice reminding yourself every day. Because then everything you do, you remember it. And not just every day. Like the day as a whole. You look at every task you do. Every interaction with somebody. I would say like pretend every interaction is, is your last with that person. How do you want how do you want that conversation to look like? How do you want them to say like, oh, this guy, he was the best. He did this, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. And that <clears throat> someone who we could obviously all bring up is Joe, right? Every interaction was like fucking, he gave everyone the same energy. He was just positive. And I told him to his face on the pod. I was like, bro, you're a ball of energy. When you walk in a room, it's like yeah. everyone knows he's there. Like every, all the attention goes to him. And that's just like, something you got to remind yourself, you know? Every day, right. treat it like it's your last and try to uh practice that yeah like you said though it's it's one of those things that you have to practice it's a muscle like if you like at first when you start trying something new anything anything you do if it's meditation self-reflection all that like that does feel like work for the first however long it takes months you do it every day for six months eventually it just becomes who you are and like you said like how you treat people on a daily basis. Like mm-hmm. you might have to try harder to be yeah. more cognizant of that when you first start, but eventually you want to be the person that does all these things just cause that's who you are. Exactly. You shouldn't be, that's why you practice it. Cause then yeah. eventually it becomes natural. Yeah. Like, you don't want to be like, Oh, be a nice guy to this person. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. <laughs> I mean, everyone comes from different backgrounds, right? Like everyone has different upbringings, different experience with their family. I mean, even I know mm-hmm. everyone at this, in this room has had different experience with, with family and with siblings and with whatever getting to where they are now. We're all sitting on the same couch. We all came from completely different places. Yeah. So like, it is also important to remember that just cause you're in the same room with someone like you guys don't, you, you, you know, there's, there's a lot that makes you guys unique and uh, mm-hmm. it's hard to sometimes understand that. So if someone acts a certain way that you don't really can't quite figure out or put your finger on, like don't just assume like uh, that, they don't get it or they're a bad person or something because you have no idea like what that person's mm-hmm. been through that during that day dude yeah. honestly so yeah this got me thinking though mind blown right now yeah. <laughs> this is why I really appreciate Joe is um, even with everything he had going on with his mind all the things that he had to take care of he always had this amazing like beautiful level of presence mm-hmm. with everybody he was with and I find myself like when I'm talking to someone, sometimes I'm starting to think of all the work I got to do. Yeah. Sometimes I'm thinking like I need to leave here in like five minutes because I have this thing to do. And I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes I like get, I, I get down on myself for that. Being present. Nice. Yeah. Being present is hard, bro. Cause it's hard. Especially we all do a bunch of different things and you, you don't want to give someone else less time, give someone else less energy just because you have, energy focus somewhere else you want to try to that's that's something that joe did you know he, yeah. he was everything he did was like all right 100 i'm gonna give be nice be my person be positive and everyone got the same joe it was epic time goes by fast man time goes by really fast yeah. like we 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 talk about this a lot about houston when we were there it's like even when you're in the moment you have to recognize you're gonna look back on this moment and be like this was amazing dude like the mm-hmm. lives that we're living right now in 15 years we're gonna be like dude remember when we were in our 20s fucking have ripping a podcast with the boys and going to monaco for these are gonna be the stories that you tell your grandkids and you're doing it right now yeah it is hard sometimes to be standing there in that moment or in these conversations and be like i like understanding that this is the time you're gonna look back Mm -hmm. on right you know you don't want to look back on these times and and it be like yo we were on our phones the whole time and like we weren't we weren't there Yeah. yeah 
I, think, I was talking the other day when we were, I think you were there also with Johnny, I was saying how that like also like kind of hit me hard for Joe and like I think most of the fit, especially fitness community because we're all at the same, we do the same things, right? All of us. And I really got scared at, the, at one moment just because like, you know, you never know when it's basically your last day. And um, and I was like, I, I, I'm on the prep right now, for example. And I was like, I literally was on the book for a year. I was like, at, this, at some point, I was like, I don't want, I'm, I'm not going to do it just because of that fear at one moment. And then Johnny was like, yeah, but do you really want to do it? And I was like, yeah, I do. And then Johnny was like, well, see, like he was living his life to the fullest. So like, you got to live your life without a fear in the end of the day, because even like if you're a whole day in a bed every day, you can still not be awake tomorrow. You know what I mean? So I think that's also pretty important not to live with the fear what's going to happen like tomorrow or like, or just like try to be enjoy the now mm -hmm. this time, you know what I mean? I realized, oh, sure. I realized I've strayed a lot in some of my content on YouTube because I had a fear for the future of not wanting to do it anymore or of like what is going to happen when I quit bodybuilding or yeah. is social media going to exist forever and I realized it pulled me away from my passion and by doing so it also pulled me away from progress to be honest mm -hmm. it actually hurt me rather than helped me yeah bro it's a mental thing when you see those numbers start going down or like yeah. you're like fuck like what if what if this doesn't work what if this stops working for me yeah. what if what am I going to do That's I thought this was it that's like a good a good kind of transition question though is like you were at a point in your life where maybe you didn't want to make that same content and just because the views are there just because your community wants you to post youtube videos for example like yeah. at some point your your what you want is going to change so how do you i guess you guys specifically balance the content that helped you blow up and the content that you want to create because like you're actively doing something that is maybe going to get less views or whatever but it's what you want to do in that moment like you, how do you deal with that pressure from your own audience to create the stuff that just, they want versus you want. yeah i was struggling with this a lot because i was like because obviously i just finished prep last year and shit and that's exactly what my audience want to see and now i'm like doing the opposite i'm fucking out drinking partying living <laughs> my life you know yeah. i'm sure you get messages all the time like, not really though because i just i generally think like if people don't fuck me then they could just stop following me and shit mm -hmm. you know like if they, if they like my content and they like me and like who i am then they will fuck with what I like. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the best way. Yeah. yeah. And you used to post every day, right? Yeah, I posted every day for like two and a half, three years. So then when you stopped that, were you like, all right, this might be the decline? No. Or did you think of it as like, all right, this is just a I've different fresh start? I never thought start. of social media as a job or anything, like that, mm -hmm. honestly. Like I never just, obviously now I earn money from it, so it's a blessing. Mm -hmm. And I, I do as much as I can to kind of like not earn as much money as possible, but if there's ways to entertain more people and mm -hmm. benefit more from that than I'll do that. Of course, but, yeah. Like Snapchat and shit, you know? Um, but I never thought of it as a as a job or like, mm -hmm. I never looked at, I obviously I look at numbers and shit, everyone does, but like I never, I, I wouldn't get sad if I lost like 5,000 5, followers. You mm -hmm. know? Yeah, it's, it's tough, bro. Cause I, like, you, like I, I want to say I don't care, but then I definitely do care. In the when beginning I, I, I cared see, a lot. Yeah. But it was, I was I was just like this fucking eighteen year old kid, and I just went to the gym every day and mm -hmm, took content. Yeah. And it was like every, it kind of just happened. But I remember at the time I was waking up every day. I had like one k extra, like one k more followers every morning. Oh yeah, and that was fucking sick. Yeah, and then I was like that got me even more motivated to do more content. And then yeah, mm -hmm. 
Um, it's like and a now nice... I don't really care that much anymore because, yeah. I mean, I love social media and shit, but it's like, yeah, I don't know. I think that's everybody. Like, obviously, you grind, grind, grind to try to like make it. In quotes, obviously, but like, I would say you made it. Now you're kind of doing things you enjoy doing. You're not really chasing yeah. making it anymore because you kind of got to where yeah, you want to be. Yeah, no, but I haven't made it though. Like, no, still, yeah, you will never make. Never it. get comfortable, yeah. but you're definitely in a position now that you yeah, dr- yeah, you dreamed of years ago. Yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And also, like my close friends, like my really close friends, most of them don't even have fucking Instagram. You know, that's amazing. Yeah, that, yeah. that's I love that. You know, um, and it's also like. Like here in LA, example, like clout is like the number one fucking thing, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone comes here, chase clout, and do all this shit. Who do you know? People. Like that's just that's why I like Dubai as well because most people just don't give a fuck about that, you know? Yeah, yeah. In Dubai, like most mm-hmm. people don't. Not really, bro. Because not really, eating, bro. Because the top ballers, ballers top yeah. ballers, don't even have fucking Instagram. They have a Telegram. That's it. <laughs> Because nah. they sell a bunch of drugs, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Yeah. What's that? I guess no, but like you know what I mean. Like it's not really like. I don't know. You wouldn't. You wouldn't like trying to flash your clout there, really. Yeah, that's nice. It's more like cl- collaborative out right. there, right? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. saw a good quote the other day. It's actually. more about like who you know and like. Yeah. If if people know who you are, then you know they'll. I don't know. It's, yeah. It's I different. saw a quote. It was like people at the top are competing. The people at the. I mean, people at the bottom are competing. People at the top are collaborating, which yeah. is. And I, I thought 100%. about that first. I was like, damn, that's. Cause look at right now, bro. <laughs> like this is this is like perfect example. The collab. Part. It's like, bro, fuck. <laughs> I, I don't. The only pe- person you're competing with is yourself every day. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. Like I, I'm just trying to get better every day, even if it's one percent. Mm-hmm. And then over time, you eventually get to where you want to be as a person in life, your mm-hmm. career, mm-hmm. physically. <clears throat> I think having a mindset of abundance is for sure mm-hmm. is pretty important. Exactly. Because when you don't feel like you have that abundance, that's where the the competitive. It mm-hmm. makes it even feel like you all have to eat from like limited amount of like limited source. Yeah, but that's not really true, you know. Yeah, you could multiple people can eat. It's not like there's one plate and everyone's yeah. fucking trying to. No, like every we each have our own plate. We each have yeah, our own. That's food. what I've noticed. Like coming here, there's so much fucking drama here, bro. Whereas over in Europe and like in the fitness industry mm-hmm. now, in Europe and like um, Middle East even like there's bro, everyone is just doing their own thing and there's barely any drama there man. Yeah. like in between like the influencers and all that shit you come here you hear shit every fucking minute yeah. about someone you know but it's it, crazy in man. europe is like probably the reason of that being is probably because it's literally one percent of the people than in america you know what i mean like there is really not a lot of people in europe that no but there's a the good same. amount of fitness influencers there you know yeah well yeah but like in each country in each industry. country there's like five people i just say like for example germany there's johnny and then uh paul for example you know there's like three major people and then everyone else is like kind of just trying to do something so i think that's that's one of the reasons or because i I, i'm from europe so like i know um that up there for example judgment is way bigger than here uh yeah like when you look at someone on the street yes exactly yeah like but like all the top like i i know like most of the fitness influencers right and i only hear drama from this side of the world and like I, you know, you hear shit yeah. sometimes here and there, but like there's everyone's just doing their own thing there. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. You said judgment is. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, the, like if you like that, yeah. yeah, that's why people like dress so well and shit there. You know, oh, yeah. because uh, oh, that's hundred percent. If you look at fashion and stuff, if you go out on the street there, In most you, likely every every like most people you see will be like. 
pretty well dressed, dressed well, exactly. groomed, oh, well you know they will behave in a different way whereas here you can see people kind of like don't give a fuck yeah. bro i literally was Which now sick. with good, my girlfriend in europe and i wanted to show her um example coming in a store dressed like for example right now young LA, because they don't know what's young LA in europe still just coming like store like nike or something right and then next day coming in a store with like for example i don't know dior shoes and stuff like that totally different approach bro totally different approach yeah, people yeah. people people look at you materialistic 100 percent. people in europe the people even that i know will eat bread and butter just to drive bmw or mercedes it's like everything is just to be mm. presentable and uh it's like it's really weird like i literally move out of germany and stop playing soccer because of like that like judgment and like just having the camera in the hands everyone's like looking at you what the fuck is he doing and stuff like that. oh yeah really that's 100 like, percent. yeah that's what i struggled with when i started as well yeah 100 and then i stopped like really giving a fuck yeah um america's especially way more chill like even, about even that. speaking english in public there people look seriously like, exactly yeah fucking weirdo. yeah yeah um but yeah no it's that's crazy yeah. wow imagine that i remember that was i was on the phone you're just like that's that like the best way to to explain that behavior a small environment small uh not enough ways to progress small-minded yeah small-minded people because i'm from croatia right croatia is one of the most beautiful countries in the world let's just say there is no options to grow there you can't start business like in america and be all of a sudden you know everything works great there is no money whatsoever so like whoever kind of gets a little bit of money they trying to show that they're different you know what i mean like mm -hmm. it's just small-minded like most of the country they're smaller of course in like germany there is bigger countries that they do have money so it's kind of different they don't care as much if you wear they still do care i will say more than here but definitely not as much as like smaller countries like croatia and stuff like that there is definitely more like like if you have something if you drive a good car like you can have whatever girl you want it's not even a clout it's like money money talks literally so like and even though those those people don't have money they just present like that but yeah i really didn't like that part i really didn't at some point literally i played sure. soccer and once i told you that yeah. i think i told you when i signed first bigger contract my first thing like i bought like i don't know 10 pairs of Louboutin shoes bro and like <laughs> i don't even know why i did it bro i don't know because i'm coming from that small-minded place you know what i mean and i'm like i was just following this thing. i thought when i come back people are gonna appreciate me more and it was like that but i felt like fast realized that i'm like that's not me literally and then i i literally gave away those shoes and came here in america you, after you know it's crazy Damn, give so, them away. it's so uncommon <laughs> it's so uncommon Fuck. here when when we were out oliver and i were out last night oliver gave me his dior <laughs> shirt it's a pretty loud dior <laughs> shirt right loud shirt. it's loud like i look like a like <laughs> i not me bro so we're in line to get into this club at the end of the night and like these girls they're, they're behind us and they're like looking at their shirt and like is that Dior? And I was like, yeah, it's also not mine. It's his. And, and they're like, and they're like, don't tell us that we don't need to know. And I was like, I'm not going to flex something that's not mine. I also don't care about material shit like that. Not two minutes later in that line, some guys walking out the other way and he goes, Oh, this guy's got Dior ladies. This oh, guy's yeah. rich. This guy's rich. Yeah. And they walk out and like, obviously everyone in line's looking at me and I'm just like, why do fuck? Why do people? Damn, care you're the main like character, this? bro. Yeah. And literally, yeah. No, seriously. Just <laughs> no, for you a look like the fucking main character. But you then, look like a yeah, top G. But then, you look the, like you own the club. Bro. But then, well, I okay. All right. But the point is, <laughs> I don't know, that's, that's, I don't like, know that's why. That's how much attention. It's actually beard. That's how much attention a t-shirt gets you. I'm the same motherfucking yes. person. He's got a watch on that's worth fifty times what the shirt is, but because I have a shirt that's worth two thousand dollars like everyone thinks like yeah. i don't it's just, i don't it blows my fucking mind like those yeah. girls are ready to just be like oh come home with me because i have a fucking expensive t-shirt yeah <laughs> the fuck dude it's like crazy. i don't know 
I don't know. I've never been like I don't that. Know. I, I like don't human psychology and mindset with it's this stuff crazy. blows my mind because I've never cared about material things. Like obviously you still recognize it, but like that's not any way to establish yes. value, bro. Because like yeah. you said, some people are just born with money and they can just have that. And some people had to work from nothing to afford an expensive t-shirt. Mm -hmm. But those people that had to work from nothing, very rarely are they the ones buying that loud yes. shit because mm -hmm. that doesn't matter, dude. Exactly. A two thousand dollars shirt. I don't know if I could ever do that. It's kind of crazy. But <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, like you know, obviously it's cool. If you could do it, do it. It's a hard piece, bro. It's kind of <laughs> it's a hard. He's like, bro, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, bro, it's hard. If you have enough money and you really like it, there's no problem. Sure, about that. sure. You know what I mean? Right. Like you right. enjoy it. Enjoy it was comfy, yourself. right? Yeah, comfy. Yeah, you work hard for your money. <laughs> spend how you want. All right, all right. It was it was a six It was worth it. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> I take back everything I said. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I brought up nine girls last night. What's the most expensive? thing you bought it doesn't have to be designer clothes or what's like what's like maybe the most out-of-pocket thing that you've purchased i don't know maybe my car yeah it wasn't even that expensive hey yo oh <laughs> hell yeah that's a sick car thanks man sick car, what car do you have it's just a, a a4s or a slide oh a4 yeah, yeah, audio. yeah i saw like yesterday it's just the bugatti yeah. i just i just like i like the speaker <laughs> yeah. you know I like the little rooftop yeah, but you, I mean, that's yeah. not that out of pocket. Like, you, you like it and you, yeah, you, yeah, like, you exactly. like the brand. Right. No, that's in line. Right. Like, I'm, do you have anything? Or you, you said the shoes that you bought when you oh, might have had a little yeah, bit of Yeah, different those kind of stuff. I mean, I had yeah. watches also. Like, I think I bought Hublot or something before when I played soccer and then mm -hmm. I sold it later because, as I said, I was just, I literally didn't enjoy those kind of stuff. Now I would because, like, now I can kind of, like, maybe one pair of shoes I can buy and, like, I, it's not a problem, maybe. But at that time, I, I just signed the contract, like kind of got some kind of money, and I was literally buying just so other people can see, you know. And so that definitely, definitely wasn't like me, and the, everything was out of pocket, everything, <laughs> whatever I got that time. Yeah. My mindset changed with clothes because we get free clothes. Yeah. And we like work for company, clothing company and shit. So I, I don't know. I never, like now I feel like I really don't care about like buying crazy shit. I really don't want clothes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, I do not have clothes. My mindset yes. changed so much. I, yeah. I do appreciate like nice shoes. Like right. I remember when I visited LA, I, I bought a pair of Yeezys. That was my first time like buying Yeezys in the store, and it felt good. Like I was like, they're yeah. expensive as fuck, but I was like, you yeah. know what? I really wanted these, and I fucking got yeah. them. You know, I work hard, yeah. and and, and uh, yeah. I don't really buy much like crazy shit, but I bought a lot of stupid shit, bro. A <laughs> lot. Hey, what car? What do you got? G wagon right now? No, M three. M three comp. Oh yeah, M three. But you need to sell it. Yeah, yeah. How Same. long did you have it for? Uh, I bought it in. When did I buy it? It's gonna be fun driving in Dubai. Uh, April. Sites. April. April? Yeah. And already you're sort of just like, eh. It's not even that. It's just like the warranty the is up to like, I don't know, and because the, the, the warranty there is very short in Dubai. I don't know why. Um, and plus, it's just I bought it because I got it for a good deal because my friend had to sell it because he left the country. So I was like, "Fuck, I'll take it." Hold up, <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. And uh, so yeah, no, it's not my dream car. It's not my dream car, but it's a good fucking. It's a good vehicle. Yeah, it's fun to drive. Going to pee? I got a Beals, but I didn't want to. And it, no, it's not fun to drive in Dubai, bro. No, because there's speed cameras every fucking. Really? It's like a speed camera every thirty seconds. Well, it's probably because every car is a fucking supercar, so they're like. No, it's just because I don't know. They can. They can. You yeah. know, every like, every thirty to like a minute, is a speed camera. Yeah. That's what New York is too. Thought it's opposite because of the like the desert and everything that you can like just. There's open, speed cameras in road. the desert as oh, well. Oh wow. <laughs> All the way out to like the other side of the fucking like the whole country. Just, but there's roads, obviously, where you can fucking go. But then there's this. I don't know. Does just, Dubai have one airport? Uh, yeah, 
I guess they have the main like big airport. Yeah. Like LAX. Basically. What's the flight here to Dubai? How, how long is that? Sixteen hours. Oh, it's not that bad. I want to go to Dubai. It's pretty bad. It's the longest oh. flight you can take. <laughs> sixteen on the hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the best. Dude, sixteen hours. Yeah. Sixteen hours in a seat, bro. Middle seat. <laughs> I middle feel like seat. If but if you're flying Dubai, oh. you can't be can't be middle seat. Like it, it's kind of nah, nah. You gotta upgrade, bro. But I feel like everyone though. wants first class. If you're going to Dubai. Do you fly first class all over? No, I haven't. No, no first class. Mm-hmm. I usually fly business. I, I never flew first class. I'm not gonna lie. <clears throat> Once in my life, but from LA to uh, to uh, San du- so New Mexico, which is like our flight, mm-hmm. and I'll fully pay for that. So that feeling, you know what I'm saying? Like that feeling of walking Before, past those people, yeah. going to the back. It's just that you know it's that, yeah. that feeling of like. I'm oh, man. I'm a fucking. I'm a guy. <laughs> they're just looking at you. I'm like, yeah, like, yep. I'm a peasant. I'm going. I'm in row 32 in the back. Yeah. Enjoy your no, fucking. I, w- I wouldn't spend fucking. If if you fly first class from here to Dubai, it's probably like 15, 15 grand. Oh my god. Oh wow. Yeah. Because the Emirates. Yeah. Hey, if you got it, bro, fuck it. Yeah. Actually, uh, one of my followers wanted me to ask uh, Oliver, how old were you when uh, you started lifting? When I started lifting? Yeah, you started doing the whole bodybuilding. Lifting I mean. Thing. It's hard to say because I used to play soccer or football, like we say in Europe. Um, but I used to play soccer, play soccer for a good amount of time. And then we started lifting with the team like once a week when I was like 14. And then that slowly like transitioned into like a few times a week. And then when I was like 15, 16, that's when I really like went hard, you know, 16, I'd say. Yeah. 16. Like nice. that's when I started really lifting. Yeah. So it's been about five years now. Yeah. Five, six years. Yeah. Do you feel like you have like good genetics for it, or do you feel like you had to work really hard for it? Yeah, because I don't really train anymore, bro. <laughs> but when I was training really hard, yeah, I, I mean, I, I did pretty good, you know. So and I got I got big pretty quick in the beginning too. Yeah, I don't know many twenty-one year olds that look like that, whether they're taking yeah. shit or not. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah, no, I'd say, um, yeah, I have probably good genetics. Yeah. Do you have other questions that they ask? Um, let's see. Q-name. You guys have really slippery headphones, bro. Damn, he's <laughs> cooking our headphones, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't make them. Yo, wet ears, bro. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> wet ears. It's your ears, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, uh, well, I mean, I, I don't know if you're able to talk about this, but um, someone asked what protocols that Milos did with you. What, like gear and shit? He just said protocols, so... Probably, I'm assuming he's interested well, in the gear. I mean, yeah, like everything but. under the sun. <laughs> Basically. Deer no, it was like, a good amount. Like, it, not too crazy, honestly. It was like, you know, trend, test, uh, but most of the compounds, right? Good amount, like with the dosage, um, growth. But I didn't do insulin or anything. You didn't like do insulin? No, okay. No. I know it's he's, known I know for he's king for insulin, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, did insulin? he suggest it and you were like, nah, I don't want to? He suggested it after my show to like mm. rebound really hard and get mm. fucking massive. Oh my god! But bro, I'd be, I get, bro, I don't, I don't even know what will happen because I get went up to like two forty. It sounds, without it. it sounds very scary, right? Yeah. And I never wanted to do it, but I talked to a but, lot. But I heard it fucking works. Well, I talked to a lot of um, very, very knowledgeable people yeah. in the field um, for my podcasts. Surprising to me, I realized if you're doing anything like bodybuilding related and you're taking GH, it's actually probably smarter for your health to take insulin as long as you know what you're doing. Yeah. The only thing that's scary is overdosing and then not having enough carbs. Yes. But like if you're not a dumbass and you know how to do that properly, it will actually help your insulin resistance because your insulin resistance is going to increase from taking growth hormone. 
And that is a big factor to some health complications later in your life. Yes. So technically, taking the insulin is actually probably more beneficial for your health. Oh, wow. At small doses. It's just more risky know, at the time, smart, I guess, smart right? doses. But, yeah. Right. Like if you're doing a high-carb day and you're doing a lot of high carbs on that mm-hmm. day, then maybe that's a good day to take some insulin so you don't, you know, increase your insulin yeah, yeah. resistance even more. What about, what about if you're taking like only two IUs or three IUs of a GH? Do you need insulin? Then? It really depends per person. Some people get insulin resistance at four IUs. Some people get insulin resistance at eight IUs. It really just depends per person. So what you got to do is you just got to continuously check your fasted blood glucose every morning, you know, see how you're responding. <coughs> if it slowly keeps increasing, increasing at like a certain level of GH, say three, maybe you t- tone down the GH or you come off of it or you take berberine and metformin. Um, you also do like a low carb like period of time or you take some insulin. Where do you learn all this stuff? Yeah. I feel like you're very knowledgeable when it t- comes yeah. to like the diet and, uh, you know. Gear. Yeah. I just, I just, I just like, I'm really interested in all this shit because mm-hmm. it's like a lot of fun for me. Um, I like thinking like we're Captain America and we're trying to make ourselves like these Captain America soldiers. But it's just, uh, that's, that's why I started the podcast and I called it Transparent. Just, like, I've never taken Tread in my entire life. And I don't, you haven't? I, I had planned to for like my first pro debut, but I don't think I will now. Mm. Um, especially after hearing Chris Bumstead say on Chris Williamson's podcast that's coming out. Oh, dude, I gotta watch that. You watch it? No, it's coming out this Monday, but they put a small clip and he said that oh, he doesn't take Tread anymore. Yeah. And I've heard about this from so many bodybuilders that they don't take Tread anymore because there's no need to. You know, because the side effects and the toxicity over outweigh the benefits. To Open be honest, bodybuilders said that, or classic and, and physique. Just, just like bodybuilders that. and coaches, a lot of smart coaches say that too. Yeah, Chris Bumstead said that. So if Chris Bumstead says he doesn't take trend now, I trust him. You know, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that at his level, his health is a priority. He can take Prima Bolin like on his off season, and mm-hmm. he can do whatever else he's going to do for his actual. Dude, he prime. he literally told like, we, we with him in uh, Aspen. He was like, dude, I don't really. I like don't work out when I'm not prepping and shit. Wait, wait. <laughs> no, I swear, like when he's like he takes off, like, he takes like four months. He's like off. real. He's off. Like he's off. Like this off season is actually like yeah. off. He doesn't. Yeah, I heard he that. Does too. like yeah. nothing. That's why I wanted to say that he's probably one of the rare people that actually yeah. doesn't take trend. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. But you said he doesn't work out. <clears throat> like that's he, not. No, that's for real. That's what he said. He said he take. He takes like four months like off. He's really off. He was like, he's like, what do you mean you take four weeks off? He's like, no, like for for months I don't like train regularly or diet regularly i just take it off like a vacation completely yeah, it's kind of crazy doesn't train regularly yeah i'll find the clip for that's crazy. i heard that's the crazy. same it really is crazy he's he's the point zero 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 one bro he's fucking bro. C-bone. which is why which is why i look at you when you're saying like if chris doesn't do it then i don't have to do it like what chris does is like nobody else can do exactly what chris he's the point zero zero one but also works like He's the hardest worker in the room too, so that's yes. why he's that's fucking. Basically, that I watched that yesterday. That's what he was saying. He was like, "I disclude a trend, but I implemented more work to balance that out." Basically, he was right. like, "Yeah, right." But still, the thing it's is, from my girl. knowledge and all the compounds out there and everything, you really still don't need trend. You really still don't need it. It's not fucking worth Wait, it, what? bro. Huh? What do you say? So you don't need trend. I, I said with all the available compounds out there, all right. the things that you could do, all the combinations, plus on top of your proper diet, nutrition, diet, training, everything, you really don't need trend. No. You don't. There's a lot of other compounds too really to make you look dry and make you look full. You know, you, yeah. you really just don't need trend. Everyone just thinks trend is just like all those things stop. in one. I'm going to hop off. <laughs> 
I'm done, bro. My last day today. Back so, you on. It's also just got a lot of like mental. You didn't feel any mental side effects from it. And like I said earlier, bro, I was just fucking. Nice. Oh, so maybe that was the reason, though. I definitely yeah, heard I mean, some crazy. Anybody was good. It benefited me. I definitely heard some crazy trend stories. You have you have heard some? Oh, not bro. not me personally, but oh, if I've heard some, I've heard like people say like I heard someone start like, feeling some weird shit. Yes, weird thoughts. I got a crazy trend story because it's it's gonna be on a podcast I'm about to post. But right. It was with Doctor. It was Doctor Adam Hotchkiss, who is a uh, uh, he he was hired by More Plates More Dates for their clinic. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so this guy's really smart. He like he like did the whole thing with Larry Wheels and uh, Josh Manoy on checking out Josh's blood work to see if he was natty. So he's a really really smart dude. He had a story where he took trend, and when he took trend, he had black stuff lactating out of his tits, out of his nipples. Oh, it wasn't even disgusting. white; it was black. Bro, what? Isn't that crazy? Chalk that's milk, and, and that's crazy. happened to multiple people. Dude, that's insane. I heard some people turn like gay and stuff. You know. <laughs> yeah, I was I gonna say that. that too, but yeah. I don't want to say. I, I did hear that too. I mean, I I, uh, that. Yeah, I, I actually had a video. I had a video with Bradley Martin and Marshall Cruz hey, where yo. we were talking about that stuff, yeah. and Brad's just like, "That's crazy." Brad's man. like, "You sure they're not just gay?" Trend made me do it, bro. Trend made me do it. Since you know, what if you like take like what would be like lowest dosage that you can take and like not feeling side effects? Trend two hundred milligrams. Trend. I've heard that the, that the difference between like 100 and 400 is negligible. Like once you take enough trend, like it's, it's like you're already there. That's what I've heard. I've heard people do like, I mean, you know, you know James, right? He said before. James, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He said before <laughs> that he, he did like 75 milligrams a week or some shit. Yeah. Seven to. Yeah, it's like <laughs> super micro doses and just. Oh, I thought you worked. said 700. No, oh, 75, 75. So like a little amount every week. Yeah, just like a small so, amount. Yeah. I've heard people do that. First time I, I took Trend, it was James pinned me on New Year's Eve. James, James is also <laughs> James like the point zero 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 one percent I think that with all this stuff, and I'm sure we can all agree, you're introducing foreign compounds. Everyone's body is different. Everyone's going to react differently. Like James' oh, yeah. stack is incredibly unique. So like everyone's going to have different stories oh, yeah. and different 100%. reactions to this stuff. So it's like it's really hard to have like a one-size-fits-all because, dude, you could be someone that, that is incredibly well-receptive to just like DECA or D-Bowl yes. and like some people who just need to take tests. Like it's all so mm-hmm. individual that it's so hard to be like, generally speaking, here's how this should go. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah, pharmacy. It's pharmacy. Like a, this hyper, is true. Hyper-responders, bro. Right. I saw a lot of people right. hyper-responders. They will say like he's on shit ton of drugs and he's taking like 200, 300 milligrams of tests and that's it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Steroid talk, man. I, I remember hearing uh, the, there was there was a video back then where Chris said like he never took GH and he never took like insulin. I remember if you guys you saw that. I won't, I wonder if that's oh, true th- now. You think he's capping? You thought he, like back then. I, I don't remember how big he was or what stage of his career mm-hmm. he was back then, but it would be hard for me to believe that he hasn't taken. GH now yeah. as a three-time yeah. Mr. Olympia classic yeah, physique no. champion. Same, same, bro. Same with the trend. He was probably up to now for like three, two, three years taking trend. And now he stopped. He said he was using it before. Mm-hmm. So it's probably like he, he was on that for two or three years to get in that shape sure. probably, yeah. Doesn't, yeah Ronnie, doesn't Ronnie claim that? Like he went pro natty? Who? Ronnie? He said he claimed, what? Yeah. Pro, went pro he looks so crazy too. <laughs> bro, he <laughs> looks fucking sick. Wait, wait, wait so Josh is natty? Manoy? Yeah. Josh Josh claims natural. Yeah, yeah but you I said he got tested and stuff. Yeah. He got tested. 
Um, but it doesn't mean really anything. Yeah. And doctor, like, not only did Larry say that, the doctor said that as well. Damn. Yeah. Oh, he looks incredible. He does. I looks amazing. He's Mr. Universe now. Yeah. Actually? Yeah. yeah. He just... Two times, bro. What? Wait, was this the second one? It was the second one, yeah. There was second. He, he defended this year and he won again. Oh, it's no way. That's fucking awesome. But based on, like, you can... I will... Honestly, I will even say that he might be because of, like... When someone's there, you can see that crispiness, right? And I was watching, I was watching him on Universe. He looks fucking great, amazing. But the, there is no that dryness. You dryness, can tell he looks you know, natural on stage. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, right. based on his arms, I wouldn't say he's natty. Everything else, I will be right. like, okay. You can see it in his yeah. core. You yeah. can see it in his glutes. Yeah. There's, there's water held yeah. in the subcutaneous yeah. layer more exactly. than... Yeah. yeah, he looks fucking crazy. Yeah. What question did you want to ask? Yeah, do you have a question that you want to ask? Uh, I don't remember. Make one up. <laughs> I don't know. Oliver, did you want to ask any questions? Uh, you got a question? <clears throat> I haven't thought about it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just chilling. Uh, I still want to run <coughs> uh, the IG Live too and get a question yeah. for the guys. Oh, yeah. Shit was yeah. down last time. Oh, I, well, we can ask our. We can ask the, the legacy question now and then do the pod or the live at the end. What is a. What's the live? What is we do on IG live? And we hop on live fans. Like, oh, for real? Question, yeah. <coughs> we let someone join while we're like mid pod. Do you want to do it right now? Yeah. Let's, why do, not? let's do the legacy question. So, like, uh, what does the word legacy mean to you, and what do you want your legacy to be? Mm. <laughs> That's a deep question, bro. I mean, like, time to think. Just you know, leave something behind, like Joe has done now. Like, he really opened up my eyes to that as well because he really left something behind. And it's kind of, when I look at what he left behind, it's kind of like, wow, I, that's what I want to do as well. Mm-hmm. Um, not just necessarily in fitness, but just, like, in gi- life in general. Like, you know, fucking get out there, um, you know, find what you love to do, uh, experience stuff, create as many memories as possible, and then, you know, just share that with, the past, like, the, the future, I guess. Um, future generations um, yeah man like that. Like, like that find what you love to do <clears throat> I do what like you, that what does the word legacy mean to you and what kind of legacy do you want to leave help as many people as I can before I pass away and then just be the best person I could possibly be just love the most I could possibly love yeah that, <clears throat> that question like hits different now with Joe because I know Hearing him answer that when he was alive, you know, you just take it in like, oh yeah, like that, that's great. But then once that person's gone, you those words it. really hit because then yes. it's an actual legacy. That's why we call it legacy loading because every day you're doing something, you're making relationships and every day it's loading, like whatever your legacy is going to be. And like now that he's gone, it's like, dude, like what he said is that is his legacy. Yeah. So now it's real. It's a real legacy now. Yeah. It's Can fucking crazy. on what he said? what his answer was it was it's in the uh it was fucking like it was great everything he said it was just like it really is what he left yeah it was like on touching point. people it was literally it was on fucking made, right? point yeah. yes yeah. we'll play it real quick yeah. I'll play the <clears throat> should I play I'll play this the wrong clip from the podcast when you see Ziz uh, by the way do you think he left a legacy behind love how he brings up Ziz right away See, this is all I want to do is just go down in history as some 
one that can be remembered for what he did for the industry. Yeah. In and terms what, of what do you think your value is that you bring to the industry? A, a lot of motivation yeah. and inspiration in terms of like keep pushing, yeah. be disciplined, be consistent, believe in yourself, and also like. I have bad days, I share this with you. You can have bad days too, that's completely okay. Just like, I, I'm a mental support for people, I would say. Something yeah. to be able to hold on to, like that's what I also got told a lot. And that was when I want my legacy to be remembered for, like this guy that influenced millions around the globe to be a better and stronger individual and yeah. like physically and mentally more healthy. Yeah. It's, so different, did, bro. it's different, bro. Because now it's it's a real legacy now, you know. It was just a <laughs> podcast question, but now it's real, you know. I didn't I didn't even know that he used the word mentor. It was just a word that I always used for him because there's no one else I could think of, except maybe for Clark Foot that was like willing to give me the time of fucking day, bro. Mm -hmm. Like he believed in you, like sometimes it, more than yourself. Sometimes when at least for me in social media, it feels like nobody else gives a shit. Like. They're all just out there, like, looking out for themselves sometimes. And it's true to an extent because everybody only has a certain, you know, cup to fill and, like, mm -hmm. a certain, certain amount of energy. And especially if you're in L.A., mm -hmm. you know, everyone's yeah. work, work, work. Like, got to get this done. But not him, bro. No. It's crazy. Even with all his, uh, even with all his influence. It's just, just so. This so is mind-blowing, bro. The short amount of time that we got to connect, like, the impact he left. And it's like you, you kind of learn how to live life from him if you watch him if you go to his page just like look at all the shit he's done i learned a lot teaches you how to live like teaches you how to I talk to people when I was 18 bro don't be afraid to do crazy shit yeah. like because you'd rather die with like less what ifs you know you don't want to be old and have all these what if i did this i wish i did this you want to just let, do it all like while you're here and you fucking did that the more people that came out and had things to say, I mean, dude, he had he had the time of day for anybody, no matter who you were, and he believed in you, and he told you like, I see this in you, and I want you to to be the best version of yourself, and and here's what he and he would just make suggestions to everybody. He's like, yes, but it's all personal. It's yeah. it's personal. He's like, hey, here's what you're good at. Do this. Yeah. Go do more. He, even on your podcast, he was like, do this, do this. Like he, you know, he he believes in everybody and individually and. He would send voice messages to people again. It didn't matter who they were. And like I know with Joe Andrews, he met Joe one day, and that same day he would he would send him a bunch of voice messages, being like, "You should consider doing this. You should do this." Like, yeah, crazy, bro. You gonna pull up the live? Yeah, pull up the live. Jeez. It's people like that that make me really happy to be alive, dude. Pretty suicidal as a kid, so. No regrets. Go! Yo, yo. Is that me? Yeah, yeah. 
That was my voice. Alright, we're back. Let's go. Let's get someone in here. What's up? What's up? What's up? Mantello said, can Oliver do an Ollie? If I can do can an Ollie. Do an ollie. <laughs> I, I used to be able to do an Ollie, actually. Yo! Ollie doing an Ollie. Wagwan, bro. What's good, bro? What's up? Where you at? What state are you in? Yeah, put that. Tulsa. Tulsa, Oklahoma. How, how's that? How's how's life out there? I mean, it, it's not bad. The people are cool, but the the gym is like it, it's just now kind of like grown over here. Okay. But but yeah, it's not bad. Cool, bro. Cool. Like, stay, you know? I feel you. Uh right, we got we got Oliver and we got Niall here. Dorian's here too, and Harry, obviously. What up? You got a you got a group question or an individual question? Whatever you got. Really, uh, I got one for Oliver since he's just like now like in the states, kinda. Yeah, what's up? You good, man? Uh, how, what's different from like where you're from to like the U.S. Oof. Like the people, it's a the lot parties, different. It's the very clubs. different, man. It's very different here. Um, yeah. The people are, I'd say, more open-minded here and doesn't really care that much uh, about. They're they're less judgmental here for sure. Uh, we talked about this in the call yeah. as well. And uh, it's more, I live in Dubai now, obviously, and there's no culture there. There's no, like, yeah. it doesn't have that homey feeling, which you do here. Um, and also the way, I don't know, it, people, it, it's a very deep question because, like, there's a lot, lot of stuff, different stuff, right? There's a lot of differences. Yeah. You've been there, Harry, you know, like, how different it is. Cultural, bro. Cultural yeah. Is yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's very, very, very religious over there, which here is more like open and, you know, it's not as, as deep and food, uh, yeah. food, food is food? better. Food Food's is, better too. Bigger portions here. Bigger <laughs> portions. <laughs> I love the portion sizes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Also got one for Nile. Yeah. This dude's on it, man. How, how are you able to balance like the... The good vibes, like the parties and like the yeah. jam. Yeah. We just talked about <laughs> like, bro, yeah, your just, balance is insane. Bro. Thanks, brother. I appreciate you. No, yeah. So, um, we talked about this earlier, but it's all about. Uh, I don't want to condone any substance use or anything, but it's all about figuring out what kind of uh, what I guess a dose of your own medicine, like what sustains you and what's actually good for your health, and then yeah. making sure you're preserving that in both your lifestyle, your daily life, you know, your party lifestyle and mm. also like in your work. And so yeah. what I did is I made sure that they worked in tandem with each other. So me going out was me getting my, uh, my socializing into my community in. that's necessary for <laughs> mental health. And then me getting my dancing, my walks and my steps in. that's necessary for cardio. It's necessary for yeah. keeping myself lean. And then, um, finally, uh, I would bring like my protein and shit with me. So oh, I shit. ate that every three hours while I was out. Yeah. And that way I stayed anabolic. Right. And then made sure I didn't take any drugs or anything that would um, affect my like organ health or or long-term health or whatever. Things like that. Right. That's sick. Good response. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Great Corey, question, man. thank you, bro. We appreciate you. Hey, I, I appreciate you guys, bro. Yeah, man. We're, we're, we're back. We're back. We appreciate <laughs> you tuning in. All right, dog. Take care, man. Peace.
Your yep. battery's about to die. Yeah, I, I actually want to say something that we forgot to say in the very beginning. Hold up, let me just stop this recording. Um, we should include this in the very beginning of the video, but this this podcast is going to be going up on both Niles' uh, YouTube and ours. It's going to be the same video. So if whatever channel you're watching it on, um, yeah, like that's just know that it's going to be on both. So. Please give Legacy Loading a five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Thanks, and YouTube. Yes. Go subscribe to Niles. And Foreign Talk, bro. And Foreign Talk. And Foreign Talk. <laughs> All right. We, uh, yeah, we're going to wrap this one Anything up. Anything else? Yeah, dying. run out of battery. No battery. But last uh, last, last uh, notes, anything? Appreciate you guys all coming together. Good this was Paul, dope. We do this good. together in one day. Yeah. We were just like at the gym lifting. We're like, hey, let's do a, a triple pot. Or like, right. Let's, let's, let's have the best things happen. Yeah, hell yeah. Great combo. Great combo. Drop all a right. comment. Let us know who you guys want to see on the pod. Follow, follow, everybody, follow everybody. Watch all the pods. Be safe. That's all. See you guys in the next one. Peace. Love you guys. Peace. Peace. Peace.